It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. A wild one, no pun intended, in Minnesota. The Golden Knights lose 6-5. to five. The Minnesota Wild score three goals in the third period to come all the way back from a 5-3 deficit to win the game and beat the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's head back to Minnesota, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duba, to help us break this one down. And I guess that's kind of where we start, Dan. How do you unpack this game? Well, Pete DeBoer tried to suggest that this is a time to excise the demons from Vegas-Minnesota matchups of previous years and this season. You know, I asked Pete on the pregame show about Vegas and Minnesota this year. Unsolicited, he brought up the history between these clubs, and naturally Pete DeBoer was not here for a lot of that, with Minnesota doing very well against the Golden Knights, especially in this building where the Knights remain without a regulation victory. The only time they won was a shootout win, Eric Halla against his old club. That was three years ago. And here's the other part of it, Ryan. Despite having a two-goal lead here, the Knights couldn't hold on to it. This year, when leading after two periods, Vegas has lost twice. Twice when leading after two. They're now 24-2-0. Guess against whom both losses are? Both Minnesota. Minnesota. That's exactly right. They led 1-0 after two periods a month ago today, and they lost 2-1. They were up 5-3 to three after two periods here in this one, and obviously they lose 6-5. to five. So uh, rather than excising those demons, it, it seems that it, it has only gotten worse. And I'm not saying that it got in their head in the third period. It's unfortunate to pin it on one person, but Robin Leonard does not give up six goals in a game, and this was clearly the least impressive of all the games he's ever played for Vegas. So I mean... It's it's tough, right, because Robin Leonard's been so strong all season long. The Golden Knights have been able to rotate both goaltenders all season long. And, and I guess you look at, at Wednesday's game and you look at the, the kind of offensive effort you got out of the Golden Knights tonight, Marc-Andre Fleury should get the net, and you hope for a different result. No doubt. And, and Mark's been playing so well. Not only has he won six straight, uh, he's given up only 10 goals in that stretch, a 938 save percentage during his six-game winning streak. And he was very good in the overtime win against Arizona a couple of days ago. And that two-goal comeback for Arizona, one of those goals was a very fortunate bounce. You wouldn't pin it on Fleury at all. Uh, and, and, hey, that happens. It, you know, it still goes on the goaltender's ledger, whether or not it, it's really something he could have uh, changed. Uh, today, this was not the Robin Leonard we've been accustomed to, but this is the, the, the ace in the hole for this organization. And that hasn't really been on display for the Knights against Minnesota this year. You know, Leonard had one previous game against Minnesota, and it was not a win. It was one of the uh, shootout losses uh, way back at the beginning portion of the season. Uh, Fleury had played the other five and had two wins in those five. So it hasn't happened in a long time that Vegas has been able to go with one goalie and back to the other. Now, Minnesota's got a pretty impressive duo now as well. Cam Talbot, the veteran, plus the youngster, Capo Kakinen. And Kakinen is 2-0 against Vegas. So will we see the same goaltending matchup today as we, uh, on Wednesday as we saw today? Or, uh, you know, Fleury is going to go in for 
Vegas, uh, you, you're almost sure of it. Will Minnesota come back with Cam Talbot again, or will they go to Capo Kakinen? Because Kakinen, by the way, has won his last three against the Blues and two against the Sharks, given up just eight goals in his last three. Um, but again, Cam Talbot, despite having been winless in his last two, still has very good numbers. So you've got, um, unlike, say, Colorado, which is all about Philip Grubauer, it looks like both Vegas and Minnesota have faith and success with both of their goaltenders. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dan. It'll be interesting to see what comes on Wednesday, but we do know that the Golden Knights will be looking to get back in the win column and beat Minnesota on Wednesday. We will talk to you then. Enjoy the rest of your night. Great. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back. We, right now we do have Robin Leonard as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Really good for the most part in the third. Um, they're a dangerous team, you know. Um, they, they're, I think it was their fourth goal there, you know, uh, off the rush making plays. And, um, yeah, that we just had to keep that play that we had uh, for a little bit longer. And uh, I, I should have come up with a couple of more saves. Next question tonight goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas. Uh, Robin, we've talked a lot this season about uh, kind of the, the two-game series that go into it, playing a team a second night right after playing them. Is this one that you guys are glad that you get to get back and get another crack at Minnesota in two days? I mean, for sure. I mean, it's been it's been a little weird that way this season, obviously. And um, um, obviously, this one doesn't sit great right now. But, uh, you know, we got to just take a look at it and fix it and uh, – uh, do it, uh, everyone do it just better next game and, you know, take uh, take a look at it and uh, fix a few things and uh, before the playoffs, you know, sometimes these games are obviously, you know, we want to win and points and stuff, but sometimes it's a blessing this happens now before the playoffs so you can take a look at it and uh, both as players and us goalies, you know, can see kind of what we need to sharpen up. Go to Jesse Granger from The Athletic. Hey, Robin. Watching this Minnesota team, they seem a lot faster, a lot more maybe offensively minded than, than in past years. Uh, you have a good perspective from back there. What do you think is the biggest difference on this team, depend, comparing them to what they were the last few years? Well, I mean, uh, obviously they're, they're having a great year. I mean, they made a bunch of changes, and uh, I think uh, they're very um, – very underrated. I think they have a lot of skill. Uh, some of their lines has a lot of grit. They play very hard. Um, good goaltending. Um, but yeah, yeah, they they play fast. They make plays. They're very dangerous off the rush. But they're also really good at grinding. I mean, I was talking to Flurry about that. You know, about this team is how good they are at creating offense around your net. You know, uh, they always move. There's a lot of plays from behind the net. There's a lot of cross ice plays, stuff like that. You know, they're they're good, you know, but uh, still unacceptable. You know, we had, we had the game in our hands, and um, you know, again, we we all got to be better. I, you know, uh, I have to play better than that, and that's kind of how it goes sometimes as a goalie. You know, I felt good. I felt like I made a lot of good saves, but um, I needed to come up with more, and obviously I had a couple of bad ones, so uh, I got to figure it out. We'll take two more questions here with Robin. Next, we'll go to David Shane, 
Las Vegas Review Journal. I'm kind of with that. I'm wondering, just because of the last two games, uh, you guys have lost leads in the third period. Do you feel like teams backed off, like taking the foot off the gas a little bit? Or it's just another explanation? I, 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 I honestly, I really don't think so. I think, I mean, we got to watch the game again. But, uh, you know, from my perspective, I thought we played, came out third period, played aggressive, and we had the period, you know. It's... Uh, Again, they're a dangerous rush team, and they capitalized on their chances, and they had some luck too. You know, uh, um, the the fourth goal, you know, as I said, good uh, good rush play. Fifth fifth goal, bounce off uh, off a skate shots. Um, I should have had I should bad rebound. I got to figure out my rebounds uh, lately. Uh, and uh, the winning goal, you know, it's just I don't know how it led up to there, but it's a shot from. Shot from the D to just unlucky bounce uh, off someone in front and went in. You know, it's uh, we. I thought we were the better team in the third. They just capitalized and got some bounces there in the in the third. Um, that's what we we just got to try to stick it out a little bit more. And again, I have to I have to come up with a save. So it's uh, that simple. Sometimes there's nights like this and you don't want to have them, but it it happens. So. It's good as now and not in the playoffs. Last question tonight for Robin. Leonard goes to Brian Blessing with the Vegas Hockey Hotline. Robin, clearly it was a game that had some bite to it the other night. Arizona with desperation in the third period and Minnesota again with the desperation tonight making their late push. Are you sensing the intensity level getting ratcheted up now at this time of year? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean... For a lot of the teams we're playing going forward or fighting for playoff spots, fighting for position, all that stuff. And it's the same with us. I mean, again, I uh, I thought it was uh, obviously, you know, we hate losing and it sucks right now, but it was a pretty fun game to play. And, you know, it was a lot of great, great scoring chances on both ends and obviously some goals. It's not, you know, you don't want like in goals as a goalie, you know, but, you know, it was... Uh, two good hockey teams but uh, again we put ourselves in a good position in, in the going into the third and um, just got to look at it and again just fix it and I got to make some more saves Robin Rob. thanks for the time that was Robin Leonard addressing the media after tonight's 6-5 loss to the Minnesota Wild we're back with more on the AAA insurance post game show on the Vegas Golden Knights radio network presented by Dollar Loan Center We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance post-game show. The Vegas Golden Knights dropped this one 6-5 to to the Minnesota Wild. It was a wild game. It really was. I did not expect the offensive outburst from both Vegas and Minnesota, uh, and I especially didn't expect that the Golden Knights, with a two-goal lead in the third period would lose that two-goal lead to Minnesota. And it's it's intriguing. It's interesting how it happened. It's, you know, tough breaks for the Golden Knights. A couple of, of broken plays end up in the back of the net. But those are the types of games that you have to learn something from. If you're the Golden Knights, you, you pull back the layers on this one as you're breaking it down. And, and you just, there's, 
there's something about the Minnesota Wild. There's something about playing in Minnesota that that tends to break the hearts of the Golden Knights, and it was on display again today. But you have an opportunity on Wednesday to kind of turn the page, get right back to work, and I think there's some positives you can pull out of this game. Mainly the offensive output for the Golden Knights in this game is is better than what we've seen from them in Minnesota. That's something to pull from. That's something you've got to like if you're a Golden Knights fan. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, this one's an interesting one. Max Pacioretty not in the lineup. Peyton Krebs did make his NHL debut, has a point in the game. So a lot to like from that aspect. But I think the hope is Max Pacioretty can return to full health soon, ideally as soon as Wednesday. And, you know, I think Peyton Krebs did enough good in this game to stay in the lineup. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of of the mind right now that, you know, if the Golden Knights are able to get Pacioretty back, you've got as close to a full lineup as, as you could possibly ask for to try to avenge this loss on Wednesday. And, you know, you, you have the option of putting Matthias Yanmark down with Peyton Krebs and Alex Tuck, slide Nick Waugh down to the, th- to the fourth line with Carrier and Kolasar, and, and I think that you've got a real good shot in that game on Wednesday to come back in with some confidence in your offensive game and try to take it to the Minnesota Wild. That's my expectation for where the Golden Knights have to reset, get back to business, and find a way to beat Minnesota in Minnesota. Again, enough good in the Golden Knights game tonight, just didn't get enough saves. And those are always tough games, especially this season, where getting enough saves has never really been an issue. The Golden Knights goaltending has been so good, so dominant top to bottom all season long. This is one where they just didn't get the saves they needed. Let's head back to Minnesota, bring in head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Given the way your team played tonight, how tough are the last two minutes to swallow and the momentum shift there? Yeah, that's a that's about as tough as they get though, that kind of loss. Um, you know, it doesn't happen very often. We've been pretty good in those situations, uh, you know, in my time here. Um, I guess the only silver lining or the couple silver linings are we, we worked hard to put ourselves in a position to win with a couple minutes left. Uh, did a lot of good things and uh, you know, thankfully it's not two weeks from now in a playoff series. Uh, you know, because that would obviously uh, be a lot harder to take, you know, as tough as this one is to take. Next, we'll go to Ben Goats with the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. You've talked before about how, you know, controlling the net front battles is really key against this team. Is that, you know, part of the story of tonight's game? Um. Yeah, I mean, always. Uh, I, I thought I thought we got to their net. You know, we we did some really good things offensively, uh, and you know what? I really liked our third period up until the last two minutes. I thought uh, we didn't sit back; we were on our toes. We had some real momentum shifts. This game's when you get two evenly matched teams at this time of year. It's fine lines, and uh, I think just before their tying goal, uh, we're at the other end. Tucks all alone with the goalie; they get a save. Uh, you know, sometimes it comes down to that. Next, we'll go to Jesse Granger from The Athletic. Hey, Jesse. 
Hey, Pete, I'd like to ask your just overall thoughts on Peyton Krebs' debut and then maybe more specifically um, his speed and skating on the forecheck and the pressure he can put on their defense. Does that kind of allow him to make an immediate impact? Yeah, I actually thought he was excellent tonight. When you consider the circumstances, uh, just coming back from the junior, uh, his junior playoffs or season, um, he really hadn't skated uh, until pregame skate today since last Wednesday. And, um, you know, he jumped right in with both feet, looked confident, made plays. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could have got him out there a little bit more. He deserved to play a little bit more the way he was playing. Time for a few more here with Pete DeBoer. Next question for him goes to John Mattis with the score. Hey, John. Hey, Pete. Uh, you talked about silver linings before. On the Martinez goal, I mean, is that pretty much a perfect execution of a power play zone entry there? It's seems like one of those those rare sequences where what you preach in video sessions or practice actually comes to fruition? Um, you're going to have to remind me there were so many goals tonight. <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact the exact sequence, but, uh, you know, we're, we're with our power play right now. You know, we'll, we'll take it however it looks. If it looks pretty great, if it looks ugly, we'll we'll take it that way, too. Next question goes to Chris Matthews with Channel 8 Las Vegas. Hey, Chris. Hey, Pete, how are you doing tonight? I was just wondering if you can kind of talk about that. It just seems like of all the NHL teams, this is this is the biggest nemesis for the Knights just through the years from the very start. Um, now they've won five in a row. Is, it, do they, is there such a thing as a team kind of has another team's number against that team? It just, however the matchups go, it just seems like it's that close. Yeah, I, I think that's real uh, in pro sports. Uh, you know, I think there's always uh, teams that uh, that you have matchup uh, issues with. Sometimes it's not even, you know, the, the rosters or the way they play isn't isn't a mismatch. It's just a, you know, a, a team, uh, you know, is is in another team's head mentally, uh, you know, and and for us. You know, you've got to fight through that. So, and I'm confident we will. I think, uh, you know, every time we go in here and play another game, you'll learn a little bit more. And obviously, uh, you know, it's not going to be an option not to find a way to win here on the road. Final question tonight comes from Ken Bolke with Vegas. Hey, Ken. Hey, Pete, I guess along the same lines, like how important is tomorrow's game? You got an opportunity in the regular season to get one there. Like how important is that game now? Yeah, another critical game for sure. You know, we talked today that uh, these last, you know, five, six games for us are, are we want to play off mentality. So, uh, you know, these games, the toughest part isn't physically recovering, it's mentally recovering when you lose that way. So we'll have to uh, look at it tomorrow and, and regroup and, you know, spend time on, on the things we did well tonight and try and clean up some of the other stuff. Thanks, Pete. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. 
no other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show live from Distill on Charleston and Pavilion Center. The Golden Knights dropped this one 6-5 to to the Minnesota Wild. Let's go back to the first period. It did not take both... It didn't take long for both teams to get into the game, and Joel Eriksson-Eck opened the scoring for the Wild just three minutes in. Now the night's clear. Kolasar got it as far as the Minnesota line, and Leonard has his stick. Martinez retrieves it. A shot. Score! Martinez handed Leonard his stick, but he had it in his hand the wrong way. And it's 1-0 Minnesota. Joel Eriksson-Eck fires from the left side. That's Eric Sinek from Jared Spurgeon just 3 minutes 36 seconds into the first period to make it 1-0 Minnesota. The Golden Knights would answer on the next shift as Shea Theodore would rip one past Cam Talbot. Rink wide right, Theodore bruises in, he shoots and scores! A right wing shot from Theodore, traffic in front, and the referee signaled good goal despite the pleading of Cam Talbot. Vegas ties it. That's Theodore's eighth of the season from Mark Stone at 429 in the first period to make it 1-1. Dean Evison would challenge the Theodore goal for goalie interference. He would lose the challenge. And on the ensuing power play, Alec Martinez would score his eighth goal of the season. Smith left circle, rink wide right, Martinez scores! Alec Martinez puts Vegas in the lead. Power play goal, his third power play goal of the year. That's Martinez from Riley Smith and William Carlson at 6.05 in the first period to make it 2-1 Vegas. The Wild would answer just two minutes later as Nick Bonino would beat Robin Leonard on a rebound. Base off one by Nick Bonino. Point shot, rebound, score! Leonard made an initial save. And the loose puck was just sitting there and it was put back home by Bonino who had won the faceoff a second earlier. And it's a 2-2 tie. That's Benino from Matt Dumba and Jonas Brodin at 7.48 of the first period to make it 2-2. And Peyton Krebs, playing in his first career NHL game, would make a play in the neutral zone, setting up Alex Tuck's go-ahead goal. Vegas counters the other way. Krebs sneaks it left circle. Tuck scores! What a setup from Peyton Krebs! Tuck puts Vegas in the lead. 3-2 nights and the first NHL point for Peyton Krebs in his NHL debut. That's Tuck from Krebs and Watt, 1220 of the first period to make it 3-2 Vegas. We would head to the second period, and Robin Leonard would make our AAA insurance save of the game. Spurgeon trying to find a teammate down low. They do get it out in front, and a glove save! Robin Leonard stones Kaprizov. What an opportunity, but a spectacular save. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. The game would pick up where it left off, and Mark Stone would take advantage of a wild turnover and put Vegas up by two. Vegas in the midst of a change. Now a steal. Stevenson right circle for Stone in the middle, and he scored! Mark Stone capitalizes on a defensive zone giveaway by Minnesota. Mark Stone with his second point of the day. Vegas has a 4-2 lead. That's Stone from Stevenson at 6.48 of the second period to make it 4-2 Vegas. The Wild would answer back just two minutes later as Nick Bonino would score his second goal of the game. Spurgeon into the right corner, Kaprizov. Kaprizov looks to the middle, Spurgeon shoots and scores! 
Power play goal. Spurgeon let a rip. That's Bonino from Spurgeon and Kaprizov at 8.44 the second period. 4-3, Vegas the score. And as the period would wind down, the Golden Knights would once again regain a two-goal lead as Jonathan Marcheseau would finish off a pretty passing play. Wah sets up Carlson through center. Riley Smith still in the box. Carlson centered. Martinez, extra pass, they score! What a finish by Jonathan Marcheseau. 5-3, Golden Knights. Four minutes to go, second period. That's Marcheseau from Martinez and Carlson at 16.04 the second period. 5-3 to three the score in favor of Vegas. Heading to the third period, the Golden Knights would nurse a two-goal lead, and midway through the period, Kevin Fiala would get Minnesota to win it within one. Now Rask comes the other way. Drop pass in the middle. Benito centered. Pad save. Rebound. They score. Leonard went down and never recovered. That's Fiala from Benino and Victor Rask at 10.49 of the third period to make it 5-4 Vegas. The Wild would pull Cam Talbot and Kirill Kaprizov would tie the game. Talbot has not yet gone to the bench. Who will get control? Fiala in the middle. Shoots, kick save, rebound, score! Tie game with 1.32 to play. Once again, it's a rebound goal from Minnesota. That's Kaprizov from Kevin Fiala, 18-28 of the third period to make it 5-5. Just 26 seconds later, a point shot from Jonas Brodeen would beat Robin Leonard clean. So it's a 5-5 tie, first tie since 2-2, and now they score again! Left point shot from Brodeen, and it's a 6-5 Minnesota lead with 1.06 to go in the third. Three goals in the third period. That's Jonas Brodeen from Marcus Foligno and Jordan Greenway at 18.54 of the third period to make it 6-5 Minnesota. The Golden Knights would pull Robin Leonard. They would try to get the equalizer, but all that was left was the final call. Theodore all the way back to his own end. Theodore, one last rush, finds Stone at the line. He comes in. Petrangelo shot it just wide. Off the glass, four seconds. Far side, tip to the right. Petrangelo shoots, blocked at the horn. Minnesota wins it. A furious comeback. The Wild score three in the third and beat the Knights six to five. And there you have it, six to five, the final. The Minnesota Wild complete the comeback and beat the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, wrapping it up here. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, this is a tough loss for the Golden Knights to swallow. It's 6-5, to five, the, the final for Minnesota. And it's Vegas in complete control of the game going into the third period, 5-3. to three, And it's it's tough, right, because I think the Golden Knights played well enough in the third period. There were just a couple of plays where they needed a, a couple of saves. And you know what? I think Pete DeBoer said it best. There was an opportunity for Alex Tuck on Cam Talbot late in the game. Talbot comes up with the save, and then uh, the Minnesota Wild go down, score two goals, take the win. And that's a tough one, but the Golden Knights have an opportunity to get back at it on Wednesday against the Minnesota Wild. It'll be interesting to see how that game goes. 
That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 6-5 the final. The Golden Knights drop this one to the Minnesota Wilds. 702-876-1340 is the number. I'm imagining we're going to get some calls here. I'd like to know where you're at after this game. 702-876-1340 is the number. I still think that this was a positive game when you, when you peel it all back for the Golden Knights. Five goals... Five goals in Minnesota is something that Vegas has not been able to do. I'm going to take the offensive output. I, I am. There's a lot to, to really get into in this game, but I like the fact that Vegas' offense showed up. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing, I don't know, okay, I guess. I'm trying to look at the positives. No Revo tonight, no Pacioretty, so that was good. Uh, on the bad side, uh, I don't know, this lost things a lot. Kind of reminds me of the, uh, should I say, the five-minute major game. Uh, I mean, that's how much it kind of stinks because we should have won this game. Uh, now, I'm going to ask you a question okay. on the spot. We We've built this front office has built this incredible roster, built this juggernaut of a team, and this team seems to get business done against the teams they should be, should be getting business done against, Anaheim, L.A., San Jose. But I want to know, what's our record against the teams in contention right now? The Arizona, St. Louis, Colorado, Yep. And Minnesota. The only team that the Golden Knights have a losing record to is the Minnesota Wild. They have a winning record against Colorado. They've got a winning record against St. Louis. They've got a winning record against Arizona. And a winning okay. record against literally everyone else in the division. Well, that, that that's positive news because every time I, I seem to watch these games against the, the teams that were just mentioned in playoff contention, I get nervous. I get nervous about there's, when this team there's, plays. Those there's teams. a reason. There's a reason why you get nervous, Joe. It's because they're good teams. Like the Golden Knights are a good team. Colorado's a good team. Minnesota is a good team. St. Louis is a good team. And good teams don't necessarily lose four to nothing, five to nothing every single time they play. Like 
the Golden Knights are, are close to Minnesota. They are close to Colorado. They are close to St. Louis. You are among the best in the division in naming those other three teams. And the only one, the only team that the Golden Knights have a losing record to is the Minnesota Wild. Well, I, I guess I just hope we don't see them in the postseason and we can get that. Uh, we don't see them in the first round and hopefully whoever they see in the first round takes care of their business and and uh, our path is set. All right. Thanks for the call, Joe. 702-876-1340. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I am good. And so I know I said on Saturday on the posting show that really all I wanted to see out of these games is nobody get hurt, and that did happen. Um, like, it's, it stings to, to see that game kind of collapse at the end. But, you know, in the end, you know, it's likely that we'd have to play Minnesota at some point in a playoff series. You know, it's, you know there's only going to be three other teams that we could, uh, three total teams that we could possibly play, and Minnesota is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. So getting this in and seeing them be able to score against Minnesota was huge. Yep. And, I mean, you're not going to see Leonard have a lot of just – kind of meltdowns at the end of a game like that. I don't know if meltdown is the right word, but, you know, that that's not his normal game, and right. I'm not going to look at this game and, like, try and tar and feather Leonard. Like, Leonard is a great goalie, and he has had an off game. Flurry had a few off games, and, you know, he came back, and he's been playing great. So it, it happens, and there's Wednesday, and there's the rest of, what, the four other games after that, and then it's the playoffs. So, Stephanie, you bring up an interesting point. That was the 51st game of the season for the Golden Knights in a 56-game schedule. How many games this year have the Golden Knights lost or lost points in because their goaltending wasn't where it needed to be? Uh, I mean, tonight, really. That's the only one I can think of. Right. And it's not even really close. There's been so many games that the only reason we've lost has been because the scoring wasn't there. Exactly. So the scoring is obviously there, and it, you know, other than the game against Arizona, it, it's been there pretty consistently as of late. So I'm, I'm not worried about them putting it together. Yeah, I, I'm not either. And the goaltending we know is going to be good. Like it's, it's, it, we have enough of a track record right now with both Robin Leonard and Marc Andre Fleury to expect that when they go back and play on Wednesday, and should they meet in the playoffs, you're not going to get many games in which the Golden Knights give up five or six goals even four goals and I think the fact that Vegas was able to put up five tonight against Minnesota is a step in the right direction and that's without Pacioretty too right right that, I mean that's huge right? and only and 11 forwards when yeah when when we played Colorado it was oh Colorado's a beat-up team Colorado's a beat-up team Colorado's a beat-up team like do we not get a like at, at the very least a little bit of that on our side this time like we were a pretty beat-up team out there 100% Stephanie. Thank you for the call. I agree with pretty much everything that you just said. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Anthony. Anthony, how you doing? No, I'm doing all right. Can't complain too much. Awesome. So, um, you know, uh, to add on to that point, I mean, they, they did look like a you know a complete team um, up until like the last five minutes of the, the third period. And I mean, uh, playing with a man down, I mean, uh, 
just seems like Minnesota came in at the end and just had a little bit more energy than we did. Um, they caught us on a couple of good plays, and, uh, you know, pucks didn't really go the direction that we needed them to. But uh, I don't think you could blame this on uh, the goaltending or anything like that. It's a, you know, a team effort all the way. Um, plus, uh, an odd statistic, um, Vegas, you know, being nicknamed Sin City, does not have a very good record in uh, cities named after patron saints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for the call, Anthony. That is an interesting statistic. But again, I think the point kind of stands here in, in terms of the Golden Knights. There's some positives to pull out of this one. The ending, not ideal. It's certainly not what you expected or what you hoped for in this game with that lead late in the third period. But the Golden Knights will take the positives out of this one and come back on Wednesday. Let's take a break. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from Distill Bar, Charleston, Pavilion Center. It's a great time out here. Great place to watch a game. Tough game to watch. Well, just the final two minutes or so. 6-5 the final. The Minnesota Wild defeat the Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Charlie. Charlie, how you doing? Uh, not too good right now. Uh, I had a question. When you were a kid, did you read the uh, story that uh, uh, the Emperor's New Clothes? I can't say that I did. Okay, it's about everybody praising and uh, adoring the Emperor and how wonderful he looks, and they describe his great attire. Well, he was naked. In other words, everybody's giving faint praise for somebody who doesn't deserve it. And my question is, I'm starting to really be concerned about uh, Petrangelo. When he came here, you know, all these adjectives, he's elite, he's a juggernaut, top five defenseman. I think what's discouraging me is with all these injuries and stuff and all the platitudes placed on uh, Petrangelo, why has, I haven't seen him dominate a game or be the guy say, boy, are we glad we signed him. And he's making $8.8 million and he's probably the fourth best defenseman on the team. Theodore obviously is better. I think Martinez has outscored him. Uh, White Cloud is definitely better on defense as a stay-at-home defenseman. And I'm afraid they're going to have that anchor around their neck for, uh, what, six more years? And it's going to hurt him on the salary cap. So I wish he would step up and give us some uh, hope. But I keep hearing, oh, he's just de- he needs he's developing and he's going to really turn out great. But he's, it's the emperor's no clothes. He has no clothes. There's nothing there. He's not fast. He doesn't hit. He doesn't have a hard shot. I don't know what the what the platitudes are for him. Yeah, I I, I don't necessarily agree with you in terms of not being fast he activates really well in the offensive zone i don't agree with the idea that he doesn't have a hard shot he he does he gets shots through 
And, you know, I, I look back or I think back to Max Pacioretty's first season with the Golden Knights, which was not his best offensive season. And then I look at what Pacioretty's been able to do since that first season, since he was able to come in and get comfortable and have a year within the Golden Knight system and how he's blossomed, how he's flourished, I think the same can be said about what we'd expect from Alex Petrangelo. And I also think that there's uh, a little bit more in terms of, of what he does in his own zone that, that maybe uh, is, is preventing him from getting the offensive numbers that everyone would like. But the fact of the matter is there's a lot of players on this team that can take their game to another level, that can elevate. And, Charlie, thank you for the call. With Alex Petrangelo, I think he can elevate his game. I think he can be better than he's been for the Golden Knights this season. And, in fact, I think he needs to be better in the playoffs for the Golden Knights to cash that chip in. That was their big off-season acquisition. That was the guy that they looked at, identified, and said, this is someone who can help us get that, those, those extra wins. And for Alex Petrangelo, his real season starts and how he's going to be measured is what he ends up doing in the playoffs. I'm not concerned that Alex Petrangelo isn't going to rise to the occasion. He's done it every single time that he's had to in his career. He's the, he is a big reason why the St. Louis Blues were able to win a Stanley Cup. And I think that when we look at just assuming and expecting that a player who's, who moved teams, changed teams in the middle of a pandemic – should just be able to kind of put everything away and thrive in a system when a lot of what they do is based on reading their their teammates and getting comfortable with their teammates and what their expectations are going to be, I think that's a bit unfair. I don't think Alex Petrangelo has been uh, what you describe, and I do think that he will be better come playoff time. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side, extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 6-5 to five the final. The Minnesota Wild defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Tough one for Vegas. You know, it's interesting because you do enough good in the game to walk away and, and feel mostly good about this game but again the Golden Knights have an opportunity to clamp this one down to get a win in Minnesota and start to plant a little bit of doubt in the wild and it just slips away and you know it's it's easy to say that Vegas took their foot off the gas I don't think that that's correct like when you when you look at the third period for the Golden Knights and you look at having a two-goal lead and trying to suppress shots, trying to make it difficult and muddy for the Minnesota Wild to kind of get back in the game. I think they did that. At least I think they did that well enough. Like, rebounds in and around the net, the Golden Knights need to be better. Now, it's not just the Golden Knights need to be better, period. The Golden Knights needed to be better on a number of different fronts, from Robin Leonard having pucks stick to him or tracking rebounds better to the Golden Knights defenseman tracking rebounds, winning battles, forcing their will, forcing their hand, cleaning up the middle of the ice. We talked about that in the pregame show. 
the middle of the ice was going to be incredibly, incredibly key in these two games. And for the most part, I thought Vegas did a good job. It's just you look at the goals, you look at how they were scored by Minnesota right in and around the blue paint. You need saves for sure. You need Robin Leonard to be better in terms of making the initial save and either tracking the rebound or having it die in his pads. You didn't get that tonight. And despite that, you were still in a position to win this game late in the third period. You still scored five goals in Minnesota against a team that has historically, historically frustrated you offensively. When I look at this game and I pull away the positives, I'm not in a position where I'm going to say, well, no chance. And, like, I don't really understand that line of thinking either. Like, I I don't understand looking at the Golden Knights and Minnesota and saying, well, Vegas is 2-5 and five against Minnesota. It's, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, there's just no chance. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in David. David, how you doing? You're good. Thank you. Enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, I've been watching hockey for a long time, and one thing I, I noticed is that a lot of times the coach will refuse to pull a goalie, but I think that maybe he should have pulled after four. Just because you, the, the coach has to know that the, his goaltender is not having a good night. It's yeah. Nothing means that he's not a great goalie. Right. It just, just means that on that night, he's not, you know, he just bring him in and say, you know, next time. And I think after four, maybe it would have maybe just even given a spark to the rest of the team. You know, that's an interesting point, Dave. I, I'm, I'm not sure where I fall on that, if I'm being honest, because, you know, after, after the fourth goal of the game, you're looking at just nine-ish minutes left in the game, and Marc-Andre Fleury coming in after sitting for the first two and a half periods, and then you're asking him to, to kind of carry a lot of responsibility in how this game ends. Like, I think that's one of those situations where if you're going to pull Robin you got to do it early. you got to do it in the first period. When, when you think as a coach he doesn't have it, that's when you make that change. And, and waiting until the fourth goal to make that determination I just think is a bit late. Yeah, I probably would have done it after three, I think, myself. Yeah. Uh, just sounding, sounding the way Dan was, uh, was calling the game that the goals were not really solid goals. You know, not good goals. Yeah, thanks for the call, David. I mean, it's interesting, right? Like, I think that, again, we look at the Golden Knights through 51 games. They haven't had many games in which goaltending has has cost them in the standings. And you know what? I would imagine that it's going to be a bounce-back effort on Wednesday, and now the Golden Knights have some confidence in their offensive game against Minnesota. I think Wednesday's a different story. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 6-5, to five, the final. The Minnesota Wild defeat the Vegas Golden Knights in a game that Vegas had complete control of. And 
And these losses sting for sure. But there are positives to pull out. Vegas with 11 forwards, one of which, Peyton Krebs, making his NHL debut, were able to put five up on the Minnesota Wild in Minnesota, a building they have had trouble scoring in without their leading goal scorer, Max Pacioretty, in the lineup. Without Tomasz Nosek in the lineup. I mean, this is a team that's battling injuries. This is a team that right now is, is kind of in a situation where because you want to give Peyton Krebs a look, you can't ice a full roster, and that's a salary cap thing, and we get it, we understand it, but for me, there are more positives to draw from this game than the two minutes that got away from the Golden Knights at the end. And I'm looking for the positives before Vegas takes on Minnesota on Wednesday. Next game will be Wednesday, 5 p.m. puck drop, 4 p.m. pregame show. We'll be right here with you. Thanks to Jeff Rubino down here for turning the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers, for calling in and talking this one through. That's going to do it for us here on the Extended Post Game Show. Have a great night. We'll talk to you on Wednesday on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the Extended Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.